Hi, my friends. Welcome to Sort of Brilliant, a show where the characters are made up and the sorting absolutely does matter. My name is Rachel. And I'm her best friend and co-host, Lauren. Every other week, we're going to invade a fandom and determine whether your favorite character belongs in Gryffindor, Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw, or Slytherin. We're the Harry Potter podcast that talks way more about any other franchise. Here, we use the sorting structure from Harry Potter as a common language without supporting the author or her beliefs. As for the sorting itself, there's bound to be some arguments along the way. But in the end, we're always right. According to us. Uh, according to us. Hi, Barbie. Sublime. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I have a lot of pent up energy. It's uh, she went with the joke and nobody else. <laughs> Sublime. Sublime. <laughs> that is the greatest line in the entire Barbie movie. Hey guys. Hi, Barbie. Uh, so yeah, obviously we're doing Barbie today. What's up? Hey. Hello, best movie that's dropped in many, 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 many years. Um, I gotta say that was uh, growing up as a kid of the '90s. I am a big fan of anything campy and anything satirical. So Wayne's World, Clueless, even fucking Ace Ventura, all of those movies are forever my favorite. Will forever be my favorites. And when I walked out of the theater. One of the first things I said was like, if this was made in 1995, hmm? this would have been a staple on my list forever. Like this would have been it's not something a staple I recommended to everyone forever oh, okay, from childhood into <laughs> into now adults that I would have told everybody like, you're dumb if you haven't seen it like I do with Wayne's World. Um, <laughs> this is significantly better, you know, objectively as a film. So it's just one of those that was automatically added to my forever favorites list. And I, I, I'm not surprised it passed a billion. It deserves two billion. It's so fucking good. So good. <sighs> it's still selling out like the primetime shows too. Yeah. Like I went and saw it again um, for this podcast yesterday and I had to go to the 415 showing because the 645 showing was um, sold out. Uh, yeah. And I did wear pink again and I saw everybody coming into the primetime showing and a lot of people were wearing pink Still, Yay. it's a month later. I know it was so cute going like, hi, Barbie. There was some girl with I think it was probably her boyfriend and like like groups of people like girls in pink jumpsuits and guys. And then there was this one girl with her boyfriend and they were just in like regular street clothes. And she was like, oh, I didn't know we were still doing the pink thing. I'm not wearing pink. I feel bad. And one of the girls in like the pink jumpsuit was like, no, Barbie's coming all colors. And I was like, oh, my Aww. God. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have anything pink, so I didn't. But I still get to say hi, Barbie, to everybody and hi, Ken. And everyone goes along with it. It's amazing. I've definitely given a couple of hi, Barbies to people in pink on the street, like outside Mm -hmm. of Trader Joe's the other day. There was uh, a mom and her daughter walking and they were both wearing pink. And it it didn't have to be Barbie related. People wear pink. But I was like, hi, Barbies. And the little girl like lost. She was laughing so hard. Like they loved it. And they said hi, Barbie back. And it's so nice i went to it's a comic so nice. convention um about a, a week after the barbie film came out and you would hear like random like hi barbie and you'd see the Ugh. people who were like dressed as barbie like looking around like was that for me and like they'd immediately when they see you they'd go hi barbie like they'd be so oh excited um you saw the picture I, we met a ken which was great yep. he had a mink coat so that man found it within a week or already had a mink coat which is true energy. But. True energy. He is Kenuff. <laughs> Dude, just a great movie. Really has like, 
I, I mean, it's it's funny because everybody like expected it to be this great and everybody mm-hmm. expected it to be kind of a cultural reset. And we all were like, we're going to fucking sell it out and we're going to dress up and go. And it's like the Eras tour, same type of vibe. And it's just still going. It's still going. And everyone's still saying hi, Barbie. And everyone's still just so into it. The discourse is not ending. It's staying relevant. It's all over TikTok. It's I and I hope it keeps going. Like I hope we don't stop talking about it. I I'm curious what you think about the sequel, like a potential sequel. What do you think it should it get one? It doesn't need a sequel. It doesn't. Like it doesn't. If it gets one, I probably won't be like furious, but like it mm-hmm. it doesn't need one. Yeah, no, it's over. Like, yeah, it, it ended in a great way. And like, what what more do we need? I don't know. There were tons of jokes like before the movie came out. Jokes or like uh, true observations. People being like, watch when this makes a lot of money. Like studios aren't going to like understand or learn that there should be like more woman focused stories created by women for women that are like true and fresh and funny. They're just going to be like, oh, we should make more toy movies. And then there were like, was that release? Polly Pocket's Poly- going to come out. Well, yeah, but to be fair, they were doing that before Barbie. So but now there's like a whole. Oh, were they? Yeah. They, yeah. The Barbie or the oh, Polly Pocket movie was planned before Barbie. I but, didn't know that. That's but great. There's like a whole slew of movies supposedly planned but now with Mattel. And like, I don't right. blame Mattel. They're getting paid for free advertising. They're like, yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Do whatever you want yeah. with our shit. Also, um, I did like there was some stupid shit like Hungry Hungry Hippos or whatever. Um, but I could see like a PG 13, really campy, like horror magic eight ball movie being pretty good. So so (laughs) if they do, they've done it for Ouija many times. Like it's, there was a Ouija franchise. Like they, it's there already. Like, why not do it? I mean, people love, uh, things based on games, based on board games, whatever. Jumanji obviously was never based on a real game, but think about it. Like going back that far. It's a fun concept. Like you get stuck in a video game in a in a board game. That's fucking cool. And like uh, Nancy Drew, when we just covered it, we were talking about that episode where they're like mm-hmm. trapped by the board game and they have to figure their way out of it. Like that's awesome. That's so fun. And even Clue. Clue is another movie from the nineties that's the, oh, it gives yes. the same kind of feelings. The camp. Fucking amazing, amazing movie. They're to supposed to be amazing. a re- I did that. Remember Ryan Reynolds was doing a remake of Clue. Well, what was announced like ages ago? I don't know. The same thing that always happens to movies that you get excited about. Yeah, (laughs) true. I personally cannot believe that Disney released Haunted Mansion. Like this is completely unrelated. Uh But why did Haunted Mansion come out in July? Ryan Reynolds remake is still happening in April 2022. But now there's strikes. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, but I just don't understand. It's doing so poorly. And it's like, no, you released a Halloween movie in July. And did you see apparent? Was it Del Tormo? I think they had a chance to have him direct and then they didn't. Whoa. Yeah. And they were like, no, we don't want a horror movie. What? <laughs> and we're going to do. You know what? Somebody was You're like, not it doing called, better. It would have been than- a million less dollars in like CGI and whatever. Yeah. Also, people people keep bashing the uh, Disney Channel movie Haunted Mansion with Eddie Murphy, and I like that one. I'm literally that's I, what I was about to say. You're not beating Eddie Murphy's Haunted Mansion. Like, I, I don't care that one, and it was creepy so as a kid. Like I was freaked out yeah. by it. Yeah. So um, I was talking to one of my friends. She brought her kids to see Barbie. They're around my daughter's age, and like they were they were cool with it. But what's interesting is like. I, you could bring your kid to this. Like I was going to bring my, my, she's going to be seven. I was going to bring my seven year old. But when she found out like there was so much dialogue mm-hmm. and like it wasn't a musical and they're not in Barbie land the whole time, 
she kind of wasn't as into it, which is fine for me because I know everyone says this movie is for everybody, but for me, it really felt like a like a PG-13. love letter to to the. I mean, girls I think who, the girl, the little girls who are going to see it, are just like excited to see Barbie alive. Of course. You know, <laughs> like they're like, yeah, yeah, it's like Disney World. You don't know what the princesses Absolutely. are saying like to you, but Princess yeah. Aurora is standing in front of you. So it's like a big deal. Right. It's like a thing. It's like a thing. So I was happy to see that some kids did like it. I do know that some kids like fell asleep through it and like, <laughs> like whatever. It, it, to me, it's more of like preteen and up. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel super guilty about not having brought my daughter to it because it was something that I was like, oh, I, I mean, want to see like, it with my kid. It's like you said about but, Harry Potter, like you're not going to show it to her until she's old enough. Just don't show Barbie yeah. to her until you're like. Are you going to get it? Yeah. Will you get it now? <laughs> exactly. 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 So it's one that I'm really looking forward to sharing with her. Um, it's a beautiful movie, like true and really, really funny. So it, it just didn't miss at all. And I, I was just so happy for all of us born in the 90s where like Barbie was everything. We all loved Barbie so much. And you there's so much talk online about people being like, well, pushing back against the narrative that Barbie made us feel bad as kids. And I love that because Barbie too. never made me feel bad as a kid. I read something by somebody. You don't think like that as a kid. You aren't no, sitting you there you're being like, I'm supposed later. to. Yeah, I know. You don't, you're not sitting there like, I'm supposed to have big boobs and I'm supposed to have blonde hair and like a skinny waist or whatever. I was talking to my mom about this too. And she was like, well, I was reading like the logistics of why they made Barbie look that way. And they were like, it's because they had to because of the size that she is. You had to like over exaggerate proportions in order to be like, this is a grown woman as opposed to like a a baby doll. She's like, that's just what you had. Yeah, but I know. But then I was reading this other thing like, yeah, you don't think like that as a kid. And I didn't. I never thought that I was supposed to look like Barbie. Like even when the patriarchy got to me, I never really was like, I have to look like Barbie. It was just like a vague sense of like, you're supposed to be skinny. You're supposed to have long hair, like that sort of thing. Yeah, no, it's the patriarchy that tells you, like, why don't you look like Barbie? Like, yeah, kids All do Barbie not get did that. for me was, like, make me want to become something. Like, well, yeah. astronaut no, Barbie. Like, it made you, it, it let opening, you dream about those that things. That opening sequence in the movie where it's kind of, like, almost a commercial where it's, like, Barbie yeah. is this and this and this. And it's, like, little girls. And it's, like, it's a tongue-in-cheek because it's, like, and that transferred over to the real world. And, like, little girls can now be anything. But that part makes me cry. People are like, why were you crying at the it beginning did. of the movie? I was no, like, bro. Because it gets you. <laughs> because that's how I felt about Barbie. Like yeah, Barbie and Bar and it like got to the point that Barbie wasn't even just like, like I'm pretty, I had, I had dolphin trainer Barbie. Like I wanted to be a dolphin trainer <laughs> and I had like scuba with a dolphin Barbie. I had teacher and, Barbie. Yeah, right? I, like like <laughs> she had a little, there was a chalkboard. Like yes. it influenced you and in you really get, positive ways. And it's like, and you like changing their clothes and like they're different things yes. depending on what their clothes are. And then you got to the point where um like Mattel was like, okay, let's do like licensing deals. And I had Hercules Barbie and like a Ken and like Megara yes, Barbie and, Meg and, and Hercules. Yes. <laughs> and I had the Pegasus and it's like I could be Megara, you know? And like yep. and people were talking about too, like on TikTok, they were like, Don't forget that this isn't the first Barbie movie. And I remember watching all those fucking cartoon Barbie movies, like The Princess of Swan Lake and the Princess mm-hmm. and the Popper and like all that shit. Like I just, I just really liked Barbie. I never yeah. thought of Barbie as like infantile or like making me feel bad or she was just this like cool lady that got to do whatever she wanted and I wanted to do whatever I wanted to <laughs> so yeah and I love the intro of the girls beating the fuck out of the baby dolls and being like fuck this because I was very bored by baby dolls I remember um for those of you 
90s kids out there, we all had American Girl dolls. And then they yeah. came out with the Bitty Baby line. And I remember, like, my mom getting me the twins, the Bitty Babies and whatever, and being like, what the fuck is this? Like, I, I don't care about this. I like Samantha. Mm-hmm. Then, like, the colonialism and the history of it and whatever. And that was a line of dolls that was also awesome because it yeah. taught you something. And you could also dress them up. And then you could put yes. them in modern clothes and, and bring also, them to Yes, now. and also they were, like, kids but not, like, babies. Like, I had tea parties yeah. with my American Girl exactly. dolls. <laughs> You're one of them. Yes. It's like, they're not, they're not babies to be taken care of. And then the Bitty Babies bothered me. I never liked Cabbage Patch Kids. Like, I totally understood that. Like, I totally got it. And it's just such a testament to the writers and to Greta and everyone that they like pulled these things out of the <laughs> like the collective psyche of women. And we all kind of felt that way. Like, yeah, some of us, I'm sure, loved some baby dolls like does. Well, it some tells of us you did. like for a time, it's cool to be a mom, but you don't want to do that like yes. constantly in your play. Exactly. Like- <laughs> you want to move back and forth. You want to yeah. play with other things. And it's like I never put much thought into um Oh, like, I don't remember why I didn't like it, but like, I liked my Barbie. I didn't think about it in an intellectual way, right? Barbie was just part of it. Mm -hmm. And this movie just put words to so many feelings that you forgot that you had, or you didn't even remember, didn't even realize you had. It's such an experience. I, I, I would love to see it again. I can't wait till it comes out. That and The Little Mermaid are just going to be on repeat. I can't wait. Little Mermaid should be out. Well, I guess Guardians of the Galaxy 3 just came out. Okay, cool. Um, that movie's gonna be a problem for me because I'm just gonna have the urge to see Prince Eric, and I'll just oh be God. like, "Let me just put yeah. it on." <laughs> are you seeing all that? This is a completely different tangent, but are you seeing all the stuff about that Rachel girl who's playing Snow White? Yes, and how? Like, yeah, all and the, people are criticizing her. She's tanking yeah. her movie before it's even gonna come out. Yeah, she. Yeah, I just but, saw. I just saw part of that clip where she's like, "I think I only watched the animated movie like once." <laughs> I was like, she's like wow. and I was scared of it, yeah. and I went on the ride like one time. <laughs> And like, not to knock on you, girl, but um, like everyone else who's smarter and <laughs> like could say it better than me uh, has already said, like, there's nothing wrong with being a romantic and there's right. absolutely nothing wrong with it. And there's nothing wrong with Snow White. Snow White was was scary. It was a cool ass movie. Was cool, yeah. And it's pretty fucking feminist to have an evil queen icon who runs the entire yeah, shit. And like, you know what? Actually, also, Once Upon a, Once Upon a Time also already did this with Snow White and right. somehow still managed to do the like. <laughs> the romance she was a fighter the, yeah. yeah but also like still had the romance and like they both saved each other there's nothing wrong like, with so, it i don't know no, what we're doing not. guys well, like i mean it's going in the it's going so far around that you're like almost circling right like exa- oh my god it's exactly like, right it's oh my exactly god, that women should be able to like have their own but but sometimes <laughs> it's like that tiktok i just sent you where it's like i'm a feminist except when there's something heavy to carry <laughs> like sometimes it's nice <laughs> yeah. to just yeah. To just uh, not have to worry about yourself all the time. Like, it's nice to have people have your back if that happens to be a guy that you're in love with. Cool. Yeah. And what the fuck is wrong with her, like, wanting to clean up after the filthy dwarves and cook them a good meal and teach them how to be like, (laughs) like adults, like whatever. She came in and she was awesome. She had all the and she talked to all the animals. First of all, that's metal as fuck. Mm -hmm. Wish I could talk to animals. She had like, bro, this guy fell in love with her because he saw her singing in rags at a well. Like what kind That's of power? Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and I think also everyone's been talking about like her power was kindness. Right. She never lost the kindness. That's such an amazing lesson. Like, what are we what are we doing? My favorite princesses. One wasn't even a princess, but growing up, it was uh, Megara and Aurora. And you couldn't get two different personalities, but I loved them both equally so, so much. And it was like. As a kid, I knew it was okay to hold both of those concepts in my head. Like, right. that was fine. Now, all of a sudden, I'm like, 
Because shooting. you don't think about, is it okay as a kid? You're just like, I right. like Megara and I like Aurora. <laughs> like, whatever. Yeah, but I'm just saying, I can't stand hearing all this bullshit. She's taking it so bad. And I just saw a TikTok comparing her and like how ha- Halle Bailey was about Ariel. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Ariel was my favorite princess. I loved that movie growing up. Right. She made me want to learn how to swim. And she's so like, just so happy to portray it. She didn't want to, like, she didn't care about changing anything. She's like, we added some stuff, but it's like really fun stuff you're going to love. Like, yes, girl, you get it. We want to watch the movie. <laughs> like, well, we like. Did you see that uh, they're doing live action Tangled? They're Yeah, they're doing, did you see the list of all the live oh, actions really? they're doing? Well, no, because I'm still uh, fucking waiting for Hercules, which was apparently supposed to, like, finish filming this year. There has, there's I a cast somewhere. we were doomed somewhere. when they said Lilo and Stitch. There's How the fuck are you going to make Stitch? Somewhere. <laughs> I know. They're really keeping it under wraps. They better not have put Ariana Grande after all the shit she's I in now. Know. Girl. I didn't. I never wanted Ariana. To, uh, no, me neither. Um, Liz Gillies. Liz like- <laughs> yeah, it needs to be Liz. But uh, to be called not a girl's girl in the summer of girlhood. <laughs> God damn. But anyway, uh, listen, women contain multitudes. Do you think maybe Taylor had invited her to a concert and then she was like, Never, never no, mind. she hates Ariana. Oh, okay. They I, have no, mad she, beef. That's right, they do. I thought she sang with her once. The scooter. Mm. Did you um did you realize, because I didn't realize this, that the girls, like Gloria's daughter, and then all of the girls at the table are named after the Brad dolls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean I had a TikTok explain that yeah. to me before the movie came yeah. out. Oh, okay. I didn't know I didn't have it. The other thing after. that uh I don't know. I didn't know that like not everybody kind of picked up on this and whatever. Um that Ken was so inconsequential. She wasn't in Barbie wasn't in love with Ken in this movie because Gloria didn't play with Ken. Right. And she didn't have a Ken doll. She, says the movie. she says I never had a Ken doll. But I saw a TikTok where a girl was talking about it and people in the comments were like, oh my God. I'm like, guys, yes. That's the thing. <laughs> and none of us did. My Kens were just whatever. Like I didn't. No, I, I know. I and, don't... That's, and that's the way that I felt bad about Ken and like and it was so like interesting and strange how the movie did this too, right? Because Ken was like, "You're my girlfriend. I love you," and that was Ken. And Barbie would be like, and Barbie would be like, like at the end of the movie, she says, "You're not your girlfriend." So she's like, she's still like vaguely acknowledging she is Ken's right. girlfriend, but she has none of the feelings or like actions behind it. She's just saying yeah. the word because this is Ken, Barbie's boyfriend. So it's like, right. <laughs> so, um. Something really funny before we get into their houses is I remember me and Lauren were talking about the trailer and I was like, I'm not going to say it, but I was like, wouldn't it be funny if Ken was this because I feel like it's going there. And like she agreed. I mean, it's clear from the trailer. Like we didn't see the movie yet. Right. And then I said, imagine if Barbie is this. Right. And I had no inkling of it because like I'm talking about the house because the trailer didn't give much away to Barbie's personality. Mm-hmm. Like when you go in and you see it in her choices and the things that she does, the choices she makes, the house becomes very clear. But I so desperately wanted them to be this house combo because it it's so funny sometimes when it happens. And they are that house combo. And I'm like, man, I'm just getting everything I want out of this movie <laughs> down to the houses. That's amazing. <laughs> and then I went in and watched it and like <laughs> the whole time I'm just like, yeah, you're that you're that you're that. Like Ken screams it specifically. I know. I am. <laughs> he really I am, does. I am so grateful for the press that we did get, but also so sad that it was cut short because I feel like yeah. Ryan would still be going around. <laughs> like he is in his own way, right? He can't promote the movie anymore, but he's still just, in a way. He's just out there being Ryan. That he's he only unlocked. got to say what he said. He's been unlocked. And- <laughs> 
He's never going back in the box. He is so fucking also, funny Rachel from the I, picture. Like he sent Greta of the Ken doll. Rachel and, and I are also like seeing like old clips of him now and being like, yeah. how has he been hiding from us? Like he's just been so funny. He's been hiding behind these serious roles in this like La La Land that I have no reason to watch the behind the scenes. I just don't care. So it's like, yeah. La La Land is a depressing movie. <laughs> I know that's why but, I've never um, seen it. I don't want to say that Ryan Gosling plays a certain house over and over because I don't want to but he does. give it away if we ever do any of those movies. I don't really Imagine think we will. we will. What would we do? Probably not. I'm thinking like The Notebook and La La Land. But what I'm let's get into Ken. Is he stupid love? <laughs> you want to do let's, Ken let's, first let's... on Barbie's movie? I like to save the best for last. Are, like, are we doing I, Ken? Said it before. Are we doing Ken, Gloria, and Barbie? Is that who we're doing? I was only going to do Ken and Barbie. Isn't that crazy? I didn't that even think crazy. about it. Why wouldn't you do Gloria? I don't know. I'm fascinated <laughs> by Ken and Barbie. I really just I mean, want to I talk too, about them. But well, then let's. So let's start with Gloria. Okay. Are you, call, uh, are you calling Gloria the least best? Is the name of the movie Gloria? <laughs> no, but you just were like, let's do Ken. And then I was like, oh, we're doing Gloria too. And you pushed Gloria back for, or Ken back for Gloria. Yeah. If I have to tell you who my favorites are, it, it goes in that order. <laughs> yes. Barbie's my favorite. Then Ken, then Gloria. And it's not like Gloria is not a great character. She's great, but I fucking love Barbie. And I'm not going to apologize for it. And Gloria would agree with me. <laughs> I think. Are you caught, Do you have Gloria um, sorted? Since you were caught mm. off guard by this, you doing it in the moment on the fly. I guess not really. Let's let's talk about it and we'll see. Okay, I'm pretty sure that I know. To. It's an emotion house. Um, I think. Hmm. Hmm. America Ferrer is a beautiful, beautiful actress, but she does tend to play um, the same character or the same house of character. Like I've just, never sorted in my mind any of you her You haven't thought That's of like uh, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants or well, yes, you know, we, have, we did seen Superstore. So we did Superstore. Yeah. Um, she does very often play like. <laughs> yeah, she does. Yeah, uh, see, thinking back to see? Sisterhood. I'm thinking back to Sisterhood now. <laughs> see, yeah. In the fucking Disney and Channel I also movie. Watched, I also watched Ugly Betty. And the Si it, Se movie. It's very similar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugly Betty is also an emotion. Yeah. Okay. She's definitely an emotion house. I think um, she's probably that house. I just think she's one? very genuine. The house that I'm that she plays every time. Oh, we're talking about real life yeah. sorting. We're not allowed. No, I know, but you I'm, I'm said just we telling can't. you. I'm just telling you. <laughs> yeah. So some for some actors and actresses, it's so interesting uh, that they like Jack can't, Black. We've done like this. Jack we can, Black yeah. and, and on it, well, I'm not going to say Pedro Pascal because no, actually, no, he's got actually, he's got different houses. He does other things. Yeah, but there are some <laughs> actors that can't turn off their own house. I think she might be one of them. Yeah, I, know, I never I think, thought about I think it. That's we so decided, interesting. You told me once that you were like, I think um, Ravenclaws and Slytherins are the best at playing other houses, especially Definitely. outside their halves, like Logic House yeah. to play Emotion House. Because um, you guys study. People, right, 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 right. And people. then, and then you said Hufflepuff and Gryffindors have the hardest time, and you said that um, you think Gryffindors might have a harder time most of the time because they're so holy Gryffindor that it's like impossible for them to not be genuinely <laughs> Gryffindor. No, it's really difficult. I think it's 
and it's not it's not to say like you're not a good actor if you can't Mm -hmm. but it is interesting how they will insert their own take on the character their own take on the words on the script somehow becomes gryffindor like through the delivery of the lines through the mannerisms even facial expressions it becomes that jack black does it every time every single down to the fucking animated panda Mm -hmm. every time and i've never thought about america ferrera's yeah, uh, I mean, I we've kind of gotten to sort it. we've kind of gotten into this because like Jensen has played uh, various emotional houses, but we've never seen him play right. a logic house, um, right. and he is an emotion house. And then I've seen Misha in every role, but what he is. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't want look, guys. You know, we don't talk about it out loud on the pod, like when we sort real actors and real humans. But you know that we do that all the time. Um, and I'm not going to say it, <laughs> what Ryan is or what Ryan Gosling does or whatever, mm-hmm. but he's one that to me, I'm not going to say definitively for everyone out there. He's a logic house in real life, mm-hmm. but he constantly plays emotion houses. Mm-hmm. And then in interviews, the real Ryan emerges. <laughs> and it's so funny because he's nothing like what he's portraying. He's just a very, very good at uh, letting someone else take the vessel. Yeah. And Gryffindors are probably the worst at that. It's really fucking hard. It's really hard. Um, I like, okay, I was in drama every year of high school and I was so bad at doing any lines for any character. Like, I, I it was so hard for me because I was like, I don't want to say it like that. I want to say it like this. And it's like, that's not the like, character. I would say it. It's the right way <laughs> exactly. to say it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I think Hufflepuff, like Hufflepuffs can do it, especially if they're good actors. Like anybody could be a good actor. But I think Hufflepuffs so have a hard time. Well, yes, but yes. Yeah, I think that's where that comes in. But I think when they have the hard time, it's when they're like, but this isn't my role. Like, I can't imagine myself yeah. in this place. So, yeah, they're probably the ones who go most to the director and they're like, I have an issue with this script. <laughs> I think it should be changed to this. <laughs> While, like, being really respectful about it, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I can imagine Jensen Ackles being that way. Um, so, yeah, but for Gloria... Yeah, I guess I guess I could very easily fit her into Gryffindor. Like, yes, very easily. She's a Gryffindor. Um, I she's couldn't put her there, anywhere like, else. doodling depression Barbie. <laughs> Full-body cellulite Barbie. Relatable. <laughs> like, <laughs> Irrepressible thoughts of death Barbie. I mean... I think it's one of my greatest fears too. speaking from the same house. What happens with her and her daughter for that happening with me and my daughter? Because when you're watching when she's little with her, it's like so perfect and so easy. And then these other feelings come into play and the kid starts to grow up. And obviously we all go through these like teenage hormonal um, issues. And then also like. It, it's like the world is crumbling around these kids, these teenagers, and like mm-hmm. everything starts to feel shitty and they have to deal with so much and there's so much on their shoulders and in their heads and they they don't stay your baby. They can't stay your little baby. So watching that, like, oh, it was like a hand around my heart, just fucking squeezing. I was like, this is the worst thing I can imagine is just waking up one day and me as a preteen and she just wants nothing to do with me. And I can't be anything but myself. And you see this with Gloria. She can't be anything but herself. She's doing her best. She's doing what she's always done. And somehow there's a disconnect between them. Mm-hmm. And you can see how it wrecks her. And I think for any Gryffindor uh, mother specifically, oof, oof. I think that's probably why uh, Lorelai Gilmore gets so much shit from us for being like shitty at parenting sometimes. 
because she doesn't drop the hammer as a mom enough. Mm-hmm. And I think it's probably because she was scared of that, too. I would imagine if any of you guys out there have Gryffindor moms, give them a fucking hug because yeah. it, it's a fear. It's definitely a fear. And I hated watching her go through it because you could see, man, it. she just was like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? I'm not doing anything different than I've always done with you. Like, wh- when did you change? When did this happen? Um, but she's going through her own thing. And I think that her kid sees it before she sees it. Like, yeah, she's doodling depression, cellulite Barbie. But she's not acknowledging that she's having any of these problems. She's sitting with them on her own. They're in her own head and she's not letting them out. And I think her daughter would have probably connected to her better if she did let them out. Well, I don't. She um, what she said, she said, I I took the Barbies back because I thought like playing with them would make me feel better. Like I would feel like kind of things like and she's like, they didn't. They just made me sadder. But she (laughs) she kept doing it anyway. (laughs) And she and I think it's very Gryffindor, too, that she's like she's very upfront. Like she's not like bitching and moaning and like being manipulative about it. But she Mm -hmm. at one point is like. You know, like, oh, Sasha, I have like a shitty job and a daughter who hates me. Like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. She's just very like, this is my yeah, life. Blunt like, about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, to her daughter. But like, Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, what? maybe her kid needed to hear that. <laughs> like, maybe you got to be a little real with them sometimes. But um, it was also down to like, it's also very Griffin to her reaction to Barbie in general. Like, I think uh, <laughs> I think any of the houses probably could get excited about a real life Barbie. Right. But for Gryffindor, it's like holy shit that is the coolest thing like i immediately believe that like i want that to be real so i'm gonna fucking follow that get in my car i'm gonna take it we're gonna go on this random police chase and uh or like mattel chase i guess it's not a police chase it's a mattel, mattel chase, chase. <laughs> like, she immediately gets barbie and brings it like immediately believes it and that's not something you always see with gryffindors when it's something like um emma swan or other Gryffindors like I've I've seen with uh, supernatural shows or whatever that that can be really hard for us. Or like pulled but into the supernatural world. Something like Barbie is so delightful, and it's something she has such a personal connection delightful. to that she's immediately like, yes. Well, I was gonna say too, like she's not like um, she's trying to get childhood back, right? Like so, she's running towards that. Emma's childhood sucked. So this kid yeah. shows up and is like, "You're a fairy tale princess," and she's like, "No, nah, that shit sucks. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not doing that." <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, but she's great. Like, she immediately takes to Barbie. She immediately like, it's not even a question. They're, they're like, "Yes, I would like to go on the ski, on the jet, and on the on the astronaut like fucking rocket." Yes, I would like to go to Barbie Land immediately. Yes. And her daughter's like, Ma, what the fuck are you doing? Like, her daughter's obviously not a Gryffindor. And she's like, what? We got to think about this. And she's like, no, no thoughts. Only Barbie. <laughs> she just goes. And I was like, yes, embrace it. Yes. She loves it. It's great. And then they and they have that conversation where Gloria, like, she, I don't forget the exact line, but she mentions Ken. And she's like, I don't know, Barbie and Ken. And Barbie's like, well, Ken is inconsequential. So, <laughs> And, you know, Gloria should get that. And I think she does because Gloria didn't play with her Ken. Like many of us didn't. So. Yeah, she's pretty she's pretty heavily a Gryffindor, even with the speech, too. Right. Yeah. Like the, the big speech. The big speech she gives. Passed her on Facebook. Yeah. It's not. It's not like. um, Hmm. How do I say it? It's not this like deeply intellectual speech. It's not. No. It's nothing 
That, she's like, laying out the paradoxes, she, which Gryffindors are so good at thinking on. <laughs> exactly. She's doing what she just did when you mentioned what she says to her daughter very bluntly. She's like, this is the reality of what we go through. Mm-hmm. And I don't need to make it poetic and flowery. This is what we deal with on a daily fucking basis. And it's not right. fair. And I'm sick of it. Are you sick of it? Yeah, we're all. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, she delivered it like a Gryffindor. Definitely. Um it's fun coming to this, having these realizations in real time, not going in already having a, a preconceived notion of a character. I didn't think about her house at all. So it's like all flooding to me now. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. And I feel very, I, I feel very confident in that. She's definitely a Gryffindor. Yeah, I agree. Well, I don't think there's anything else to add. Do you have anything I, else to add? I don't know. I was, I was just thinking, I don't, I don't. I really don't think so. Like, you're right. She, like, is listening at the door and fucking her CEO of Mattel is like, Barbie's alive and walking around Venice Beach. And she's like, oh, my God, believe it. And then she, like, you know, immediately that she's hearing through the door or whatever. Um, No, I really can't think of it. Like, the the whole thing with her husband was like a gag, right? But that also, like, went to the Gryffindor-ness of it it or whatever. Yeah. and I guess just the fact, too, the only other thing I can really think of, like, the big thing is that um, when Barbie went into, like, I'm done mode and was like, mm. I'm not going to try anything. Like, I just give up on life or whatever. And she's like, OK, we're leaving. Um, mm-hmm. She she did get like that Gryffindor, like, fine, you don't fucking want me. Like, I'm just going to get out of here. Like, I don't care what happens. Like, I'm going to try not to think about it. And then, you know, her yeah. daughter's like, we got to go back. And then she's immediately like. You're right. We're going to save Barbie land. So, <laughs> yeah, I also can't take it when someone is so fucking like. I can't move you like you're you're just not listening. You're just and Barbie literally shut down. Mm-hmm. She went into complete I mean, I like an really actual her, literal Barbie yeah. mode where she like became an actual doll and just went stiff and mm-hmm. wouldn't fucking move. And um, while I can empathize, I also need you to get your fucking ass up like we need to I, I, I we need to do something. And you're not doing anything. And that's going to frustrate me. Like if I'm putting myself in her headspace, it's very easy for me as a Gryffindor. I would have immediately been like, I'm really sick of this. Mm-hmm. Like This is not you got get up, girl. Uh, and, you know, her daughter's a little bit like that, too. She's like, come on. And she's not doing it. And they, they both. They both like think back and reflect on it. And they're like, fuck. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's go back. Alan, kick their asses. And then we're going to we're going to go back. Sorry, Alan. I'm Alan today you're not being freed. Uh, oh man the alan discourse is so fun i really he was so good i didn't expect michael sarah to provide me with so much serotonin pull that role off i did no i did i just didn't think i'd love it that much you know he's he oh it was so funny um poor alan though that sucks. Like, it, whatever. He got, you know, every everything worked out in the end. I can't feel too bad for Alan. Well, he he was okay in the end there. I mean, he was fine at the end because the, the it was back to Barbie land, <laughs> which is what he <laughs> wanted. President Barbie is like, I don't think anything should go back to the way it was. Like, Barbies and Ken should just, you know, like, no one should be forgotten or left behind right. or anything like that. And he's like, and Alan's. Yes. <laughs> well, and Alan. Still in Barbie oh, land. No, he uh, was in I the feel worse for Midge. When they, uh, I know, forever. I know. Uh, Except that the doll wasn't always pregnant. You could take the baby out. So I don't know how that works. So deeply to horrifying translate to me. From the real world. <laughs> I, know. I know, but no, Alan was cheering when they cha- when they voted in the Supreme Court. He was like, "Yeah," because he couldn't. Oh, yeah. he couldn't sit on another leather couch. 
Yeah. And he didn't he didn't he didn't like rubbing those Ken's feet. He didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Alan. <laughs> yeah, so Gloria, definitely Gryffindor. Um I feel like I'm taking the reins too much. You can pick who's next. <laughs> Who you would said you rather Ken. talk You about? already laid out the order. No, well, I gave you my opinion on what we could do. You but laid you it can... out. Go with Ken. <laughs> wow. She really wants to just be dominated. Like, uh-huh. she really, for real, wanted me to take over like that. You like it when I take charge? Okay. Ken. <laughs> what a masterpiece <laughs> of a character. I love Ken, although I... I haven't heard anyone talk about this uh-huh. and I haven't talked to you about it either. Okay. That motherfucker scared me a little bit when he went, how does it feel? Yeah. Oh yeah, he did. He Ooh, does get a little, I felt that in my he gets ass a little, but ah. that's, but here's the thing. Like he does the vindictive and then she like looks away and starts crying a little and his face immediately goes, can't hold on to it for a I second. I love you. I love you. <laughs> no, he's a basically no, he's like, really, he's, and I think that was like learned behavior, right? From like whatever he read about the the patriarchy and how to be Listen, a man or whatever. Like you could make that argument, but I also think that's in him to be angry oh, no, like no, no, that. No. Because I, well, no, I don't think it's not in him to be mad. I'm saying that I'm sure that he got the idea somewhere, like because you know, because when you see Ken at the beginning, he's very like, like that's how Barbie Land is. Like you don't question the status quo because it's not in them. They're toys that right. are given like agency by how the kids play with them and the kids don't play with Ken and they Barbie is like the ruler. So that's just how it is. Like it's not weird to them. And this is supposed right. to be a mirror of like patriarchy in the real world. So it's like switched yeah. or whatever. But no, no, no. But it's like it's not except that here it is very much weird to us and we do realize <laughs> that it's not good. Yeah. But there, mm-hmm. that's not how it is in Barbie land because they're essentially like toddlers. Like they don't know anything. They're not sentient. Right. It's fine. So he like, um, so he's genuinely like, yes, it is in him to get mad. Like you see him getting mad at, um, Simu's Ken. He's so frustrated all the time. He's, <laughs> he's, like, he's, like, he's like, I want to be with Barbie. So it's like the, the fucking opening line, like Ken only has a good day when Barbie looks at him. So like, yeah. that's his whole thing. He's like, I just want to be noticed by Barbie, but he doesn't, I don't think that the idea, I think it's there in him when Barbie's like, you know, when they have that conversation where he's like, well, I want to stay over tonight. And she's like, you can't, it's girls night. And she's like, well, can we spend, well, I don't want you here. Like, <laughs> like yeah. he accepts it. And I think it, he's upset obviously about it. I actually paid attention this time as he walks away and he like does that like dramatic kick on the ground. Like he's yeah. like, oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, he's going, like he's he is upset, upset about it. He's upset it's about something it. She, it's something she apologizes for later. She's no, like, every is. night but, didn't but have to be he, girl night. <laughs> he's, he's upset about it and it's in him to be upset about it. And I'm sure that like yes. as a toddler, he could have followed the thread of of like how would she feel if I did this to her but I don't think that thought was given form and action until mm-hmm. he like saw patriarchy and was like yeah. yes <laughs> well he lost interest once he realized it, it wasn't, wasn't all about, about the horses, horses. anyway <laughs> listen he's a very um wears everything on his sleeve kind of character there's no like there's not a lot of deep thought going on behind uh, his the actions is he's the like song that's that's right. what's going on that's back there. That's exactly right. That's uh, it's just a musical in his head, like yeah. fucking Kristoff. Um, you know, we have we've run into these characters before, but 
he just it, whatever he's feeling is right there on his face. It's right there in his body language and it comes out of his mouth. He, he can't help and it's it. Not, and he's not trying to hide it and he doesn't want to. Like, you know, like no, he, he doesn't. doesn't. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He had a, a well, we should say he's a Gryffindor. Yes. Um, it, it, we were talking a little bit yesterday about like favorite Ken lines. And Lauren said that the one where him and Barbie are arguing and he's like, I'm not going to get in trouble in the library. Like, <laughs> no, like, it's, no, my favorite moments are when he like gets like little like like leave me alone like they're um, it's very it's very nick miller when she's yes it is when she's at the bus stop and she's like we just gotta stand here like i gotta i I have to figure out who my kid is so i have to sit here and think about it it's like oh i hate when you think it's so boring i'm so bored (laughs) he's like where should i go should i go this way and she's like yeah yeah that's fine walk that way he's like okay and he's like walking that way and he's like looking back at her to see if she's watching him and then she's like not too far and he's like i know Oh, but I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, and then, you know, so he is, uh, we're talking about a Gryffindor guy at the beginning. He is really happy to just let the object of his affections shine and make all the decisions. And it even when he's like a little hurt or sad or angry or petty, whatever, the most he does is like he gives a little kick to the ground, whatever. Because at the end of the day, it, it he really is only happy when she's happy. And he doesn't examine that until he gets comes into the real world. We have to pull in some of like Ryan Gosling. It's like, you know, he's like, you have to carry around two pairs of shades, and the first, the first pair is to hide your tears, and the second pair has to be mirrored so Barbie can do her makeup. The, I gotta tell you, one of the most Gryffindor lines in the movie is when Gloria and Barbie get there, and she's like, "What did you do to my dream house? This is my Barbie dream house," and he's like, "No." It's the Mojo Dojo Casa house. And and Gloria's daughter is like, you don't have to say like Dojo and Casa. And he's like, and they're like, or house feels feels good to say it. And then he's like, say it, say it. And they're like, Mojo Dojo. And they love it. And they get it immediately. That's so Gryffindor. Like, yeah, I know it's the wrong way to say something. It's fun. Why don't you live a little and learn about horses and come into my Mojo Dojo Casa house and watch The Godfather. Like, it's fucking great. It's fucking great. Um, they really went off with that men serenading you with the guitar thing. Ooh, boy. Playing the guitar at you. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was so triggering. <laughs> it's so bad. I know so many women have gone through this. But, like, the the song choice is so funny. That's That I never experienced a Matchbox 20 song being sung at me. But for me, it was like, hey there, Delilah. And yeah. I think I got Wonderwall. Oh, <laughs> it's wow. horrible absolutely horrible uh but it's also such a gryffindor thing that he like he was doing all of that because he really wanted her attention he really wanted he to impress wanted her. her to be he his really long distance low commitment no terms girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> so he's just so happy when she's pretending to be like enamored with him playing the guitar and then she knows how to like make him jealous with the simu yeah. uh Ken and he's so angry he's such a jealous little shit he really like naturally he's so jealous yeah um I don't know what has well that's the whole thing like he's (laughs) this whole thing with I don't know what to call Simu's Ken it's just Simu's Ken um like it's not it transcends Barbie right because he's like he's like I have a double bet going with Ken he's like Mm -hmm. and if I don't do the bet Ken won't think I'm cool and Barbie's like who cares what Ken thinks like he's not cool and Ken's like I care I care what Ken thinks (laughs) like it's even so Gryffindor, like the when they take him into the ambulance, and he's just like, 
my job is just beach. And I'm good. And they're like, you are. You do such a great job. (laughs) And he's immediately like, thank you. Thank you so much. I know. That's all uh, Gryffindor is. You have a Gryffindor in your life and you want to make them feel better. When he's standing on the actual beach and they're like, so you want to be a lifeguard? He's like, no, no, I'm not qualified to save people. And he's like, in fact, (laughs) and he's in the lifeguards like, so you want to work right here? He's like, yeah, but in fact, I'm not even qualified to save people right here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just here for beach. (laughs) And then he's honest about it. And he's and like, he's not dumb you know like he immediately goes to the real world and sees that things are in quotes here guys very heavy quotes better for men there so Mm -hmm. he's so he's like going around like okay i want to be a part of this cool world where men can be whatever they want to be um (laughs) he goes to the guy in the office building is like i would like a job please and he's like all right well do you have an mba and he's like no i'm a man isn't that enough and the guy is like well nowadays it isn't and he's like you're not doing patriarchy correctly <laughs> he's like if i got my hands on patriarchy no, i'd do a but great he job does, he says he's like i have to go somewhere and start fresh like right. he has that idea himself and then goes back to but he's like i must i must bring this back to the kens they'll be so pleased and then he like putting the off. plan directly into action and then executing it like right. it, in it he executed it well he's he not took doing over it, it's not malicious he's really just like i want the kens to have the same opportunity as again it's supposed to be like a mirror so he's like barbies can right. do anything in barbie land i want kens to be able to do every, anything in ken land the unfortunate downfall is that he learned patriarchy and not equality. So that meant that also the Barbies had to be like a severely downtrodden in order for the Kens to right. do whatever they want. They, yeah. He, they, they just reversed it instead of making Kens also equal. But, um, mm-hmm. but no, but then he says when they get there <laughs> and they're like, what did you do? He's like, if it weren't for uh, those stupid little things like MBAs and medical degrees and swimming lessons, I could have patriarchied in the real world. But I had to bring, <laughs> I had to bring it back here. <laughs> it's it's not malicious. You're right. I, no, I agree. He, I don't think it was malicious and at that's all. That's why and I, I think, think I like I was never mad at Ken. Like he was very hurt. And here's like the difficult thing too is that nobody like was at fault for why they were hurt, right? Like, it's Mm -hmm. not Barbie's fault that she didn't love him. And it's not Ken's fault that they are in this situation where he is only a person as Barbie's boyfriend. So -hmm. that's what he's doing. And he also loves her. So like. (laughs) Right. And Barbie doesn't have it. They're dolls that are played with by outside actual human beings. So whatever feelings Gloria had about Barbie and Ken, she has about Barbie and Ken. And so she literally physically can't really love him and also doesn't think enough to empathize with him or to think about how he must have felt because she's not it wasn't part of Gloria's game. It it just wasn't part of it. So it's not malicious on her end either. Um, But you can see that it really hits her and really does hurt her when he said like, yeah, how does it feel? Because Mm -hmm. she's never thought about it before. And um, like, well, it doesn't feel good. I don't like it. Honestly, I think that's yeah, I think that's was his entire point too? like that. That's it. He just wanted, uh, he wanted her to like, look at him and just think about him for a moment with any kind of care. Or love. Right. And like, like true actual, like an actual feeling. He wanted to elicit an actual emotion from her because he never had before. It's, it's just like placating him or like giving him a head pat or whatever. And he was like, I want, give me something real. And she's like, well, you know, that's not how the cookie crumbles here, but I, I just can't and I don't. So he felt like that I forgot was his that only you way existed. through. 
Yeah. <laughs> and she can't help it. It's not, it's really not her fault. And I mean, listen, they resolve it really well in the movie. They're, they're great about it. They're just like, well, the Ken shouldn't be completely ignored. I've and people, the women shouldn't have to dim their light. I know. I've seen people mad that like Barbie apologizes to Ken and Ken doesn't apologize to Barbie and like that sort of thing. And I'm like, I... I didn't, I didn't really, really my, think about yeah, that. I was like, um, I didn't really, because I've also seen people like upset, like everybody's talking about Ken and it's Barbie's movie. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I, I, again, it's like we were talking about in Buffy where I was like, most people assume that you love the main character. So it's not like a lot of like, you're always talking about how much you love them. You're like, I got to talk about the side characters because everybody knows that I love Buffy. Sure. Like, yeah, I feel like it's almost the same thing with like, duh, I fucking loved Barbie, but Ken it's was also, such a surprise out of nowhere. Like, yeah, but it, it also is that thing of like um the the main character is the obvious hero it's like you're saying like they're they're very clearly obviously loved but side characters get so much um extra put into them because they don't have the weight of being the main hero on their shoulders of the franchise of the film whatever so they get to have like the funny throwaway lines they get to be silly and goofy and those are characters that the audience is going to gravitate towards because they're fun and funny like you go into it you want to you want to laugh you want to have a good time and barbie's very funny but ken is also very funny and it's also because Ryan Gosling goes on this fucking press tour and he, makes, <laughs> he, he gives you Kennedy and he's a Knuff and like he's so funny about it. Like, what are you going to do? Not like him? It's a funny character, whatever. It's still Barbie's movie at the end of the day. It's all about her. It's like, it's also how I feel about Buffy. Like, I didn't care that you liked Spike more than Buffy or that like there are people that enjoy other characters more than Buffy. I know everyone at the end of the day still respects and loves Buffy. She's the main that's it. Just respect my girl. As long as we're not disrespecting Barbie in our love of Ken, I think it's fine. So, and, and I don't know. He's not emotionally. Is he like emotionally well enough to apologize? He's, he's like a toddler, truly. Um, and also Gryffindors have a very hard time saying sorry, too. So that's pretty in character. Like. You know, he, he like I gave mean, her a, I guess I was like, look, and well, I the punishment bad. is that they're like oppressed again. So like, like, you know, like it changes a little where the Barbies are like, we shouldn't be treating Ken's badly, but the Ken's are still only given as much power as women we'll actually have in the real world. Right. Like they can have, they a, can have a place to sleep now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah but yeah. It, it's, I, I don't know. I don't feel like it's like, do you sit there and wait for your kid to look at you and apologize for every single little wrong thing they do? Like, no, they're kids. They fuck up. And that's like the vibe I got from Ken the whole movie. So I didn't even think about an apology. I was like, well, he learned his lesson. She wins. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> she win in the end. So, uh, but yeah, he he's an emotionally stunted Gryffindor. What are we going to do? He couldn't really that, grow past that what end Gloria scene put was in him. like super <laughs> Gryffindor too, where he was like alternate, like crying and trying to kiss her. And then he wanted yeah. to jump off the top of the house. <laughs> yup. Very much. So he's just weeping he, in the bed. And then he like inexplicably, inexplicably like passed on the, the mink to his cat, to his Ken friend. And Barbie yep. was in the background like, Oh, that was nice. <laughs> I don't know why you did that, but that yeah. was very dramatic. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> He'll, he will get to live out the rest of his days in dramatic bliss, which is all he's ever wanted. He just wants to beach off the other guys and uh, do beach and be Barbie's friend. I think he'll be completely content moving forward just being Barbie's friend because he's been seen and acknowledged. Well, now his Barbie isn't around, so I don't know if he'll get right, another that's Barbie. True. Or, that's true. Yeah. Uh, no, since I guess classical uh, generic Barbie's gone. So he'll just have fun with the other Barbies and Kens. 
I'm sure he'll be fine. Literally, all he wanted was to be acknowledged. That's it. I don't. I, I don't buy his bar. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's he'll get very like, I don't know. He's very honest about the patriarchy and how he's like. I really just thought it was about horses. Yeah. And then I just got kind of mad and it like spiraled. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> I really kind of lost interest once I realized it wasn't about horses. Like he's not this malicious dude. Like he's just he was just trying to figure it out. And he just he wanted went a too bed far. to sleep in, and he wanted Barbie <laughs> he to look at him. Like you know, like that's it. Yeah, he's not a uh, he's not some big hyper villain. You know, like what are we no, gonna do here? And they really like none of the Kens are like. They're really not. It's like Greta did an amazing job of this being not like be a creepy, sleazy thing. Like they're yeah. not all that concerned about the Barbies when they're like, we're going to go fight the Kens. They go off and do their own little like, yeah. you know, like kids do where you go out like they're playing imagination. Then suddenly it goes off on this yep. like, weird ass tangent. That's exactly what the Kens like. They like were like, what? We're going to do this play war. They went to like Greece yeah. world. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then the one Ken was like, wait, weren't we supposed to vote on the Constitution? Day? And Ken was like. There was like no urgency. He was like, oh, yeah, we missed it. <laughs> like, whatever. Yeah. We were having fun. <laughs> we were beaching. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I like I like the Kens. I didn't come out of that being angry at the Kens. So job well done, because at, in the at the point where they took over and everything, I was like, oh, this is bad. Oh, my God. What are we doing here? What's what's going to how is this going to end? Oh, no. And they just did. She Greta did such a great job of making it like it's not actually the end of the world like the barbies are going to take their power back and they're going to give the kens a little bit more power exactly what women have in the real world and they'll be content with that because they have to be because mm-hmm. we the barbies are in charge <laughs> like it's it is what it is at the end of the day like well, i mean if I there wanna, was, you would assume that there. if there was equality in the real world there would be equality in barbie world because then little girls would start playing like equality right but of course not, so <laughs> You get you reap at, what you sow you get exactly what women <laughs> get and that's okay Everyone tells us that we just have to I, deal with it you, and I, fucking shut up. And men are so mad about this concept. Like, how dare there be an opposite you know, world? <laughs> I don't. I, it's gotten to the point where it's like, I've only seen the um, like really annoying conservative men talk about it. Mm-hmm. And interestingly enough, interestingly enough, I've seen a lot of um, like far right, like conservative, really conservative women on TikTok be like, I don't get what the big deal was. I don't think this is some giant like woke fest like other people mm-hmm. are saying. It's weird that they think that like, do you just not get girls or women? Like, is that the problem? Is that the problem probably. that you're so your head is so I far mean, up probably. your fucking ass? And it's just interesting. It's just all the men complaining about it. I have not seen that many women complain about it. Really? Not to my I can't, I can't think of any right now. I'm seeing a it's female support from everywhere and it's a lot of male support too it's a lot of men love this movie and totally understood it and the ones that are coming out of it like angry you just missed the point like you completely didn't understand completely didn't fucking get it that's sad i'm sad for you i'm sad that you can't enjoy the beauty and magic of barbie because it was pretty (laughs) easy to fucking grasp dude i don't i don't know pull your head out of your ass um whatever too bad so sad more movie for me so Ken is a Gryffindor. I welcome him with open arms. We love having Ken in our house. <laughs> he's <laughs> he probably a left Ken side up. Ken. Yeah, probably. He's not he's not like unhinged and crazy enough to come over to my right side. <laughs> but I love him. I do. I won't I won't airstrike him like I do some of the other left siders. Mm. Uh so that's Ken. That's Gloria. Ooh, two Gryffindors. Yay. Woohoo. 
And then Barbie. Barbie's not a Gryffindor, guys, nope. which I'm sure you know. Like, <laughs> I'm sure it's fairly obvious she's not an emotion house right from the jump, right? She, uh, she, it's the fucking Billie Eilish song. The whole thing. What was I made for? What am I doing here? If I'm not doing good out there, like I always thought I was, like, that's my whole fucking thing is I thought that I saved women out there and we saved the world for women and I didn't. Well, now I'm going to have to change my perspective and my truth and the way the system through which I see the world fucking completely. So what house is that? That's a Ravenclaw. Barbie is very clearly a Ravenclaw. She has a huge system switch because everything she's believed, everything she's believed is complete bullshit. It's like complete fallacy. So she very quickly... Like at first she's scared, right? She doesn't immediately want to go. Gee, to I was going to say she, the um, she's she. I I well, that was Ravenclaw, right? Like you, you were living, mm-hmm. and she, she doesn't want to switch. She right says away. later on in the movie, like I never wanted anything to change. I never wanted anything to change. I mm-hmm. I would have been happy in ignorance and would have like stayed here forever. I would have stayed thinking what I always thought. Like I didn't need to be challenged, and she does when Kate McKinnon or Weird Barbie like pretends to give her the choice. She's very, she's like, no, like, I'm ready to forget. Like, I don't want to learn Mm -hmm. anything new. I'm very happy with the status quo and where I'm at. Like, I don't want to challenge my, my system. I believe in it. (laughs) So let's just keep doing that. Yeah. And that can very easily be any Ravenclaw that, you know, they, they don't move. They don't want to budge from what they think because their truth is so, so monumental to them. Like even dipping a toe out of that is so terrifying because then if I view the world through this message, through this lens, through this feeling, and you're telling me it's wrong in any capacity, then I have to rework my entire brain and how I see and view and think of everything. And that's terrifying. So she doesn't immediately jump in. But when she does get her mission, she's like, well, then I'm going to do the best damn job ever. Like, if I'm going to figure this out, I'm going to get to the truth of the matter. I'm going to find my kid. I'm going to figure it out. And she gets her ass in that car and she's on her way, like it fearless. And she didn't expect anyone to come with her. She didn't know Ken was going to be in the fucking backseat. She, she sure didn't, didn't invite Ken. him. Yeah, she didn't want Ken there. Yeah. So she gets there and she is really oh, it's so she's trying her best out there, man. It's so hard. And the men are so gross and nasty in how they are in real life, immediately slapping her ass. And just like, although I have to give props to those her. construction workers for not minding that neither one of them had genitals. They were like, that's yeah. OK. <laughs> it's like good for you guys. They're like, cool. <laughs> they're like yeah, we don't mind. We're still going to objectify you. you. <laughs> like, yeah, you know? really. I know. I know. Uh, but she. Uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking about how fucking annoying Ken was. <laughs> I would be so mad if I got stuck with him out there. Uh, so she's trying, she's really on her mission and she's really trying to find this kid and she knows she has to like close her eyes and figure it out. And she's still, she's still in the mindset. Like she's not out of her system yet. At, at that point in the movie, she's no, still she's just trying to thinking like, I'm, she's I'm just going to get everything back on track so that I can continue to go back to how it was and nothing has to change. And then she keeps hitting these little walls and like more and more, they're getting scarier and bigger. These walls, like it's when she hits that group, the little brats group. And they tell her like, you make girls feel horrible. Like you're not, and you're not some icon. Like you didn't do anything for us. Like we don't even like Barbie. She can't like, yeah, the, the cracks start to show after that conversation. Cause she's like, I don't control the railroads. 
and like the flow of commerce. You're saying this I don't, in the wrong place. I don't, I don't control this. You're saying I'm this sorry. in the wrong place. Hannah, cut this. <laughs> what do you mean? This I'm continuing. After the, the Bratz dolls, girls were mean to no, her. No, I know. What did I say wrong? I'm confused. <laughs> I, I've lost the plot. It didn't relate to what you were saying. What I'm trying to say is that she didn't have a system switch and her truth and perception didn't change until it started to get challenged. And that was the first big challenge was the conversation with the girls, with the Bratz girls, because she immediately was like, fuck, I didn't do anything. Like we, we, they're right. We didn't do anything. We didn't fix anything. This world sucks. Like what the hell am I here for? And she has that very like beautiful moment with the, um, with the old lady at the bus stop who let me fucking just tell you guys, I got swindled by the internet. The internet it's told me that her daughter. that was her daughter. It's not and her daughter. I was like, that's so beautiful. And then like five minutes later, I kept scrolling and they were like, that's not true. <laughs> and I was so upset because I was so moved by it. <laughs> but it's still an extremely moving scene. Ruth it doesn't Handler matter that it's not a her daughter. Lady. <laughs> I don't know why you'd be moved by that. <laughs> it was still a beautiful scene, but okay. I, the, I know, the internet lie. Why you'd be moved by it being her daughter. Ruth Handler wasn't a good lady. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was a nice little, uh, I thought it would have been a nice little nod. I don't really know. I thought it was cute, but it was a lie. It was a fallacy. They've been duped. Anyway, she starts to have all these moments that make her question absolutely everything. And when she gets to Mattel and when she actually has that conversation with her and like that secret little weird in between worlds room. Uh, I think that's when the switch really it's starts to happen. The 17th floor where Ruth's ghost mm-hmm. lives. Yeah. Ruth's ghost. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. I think that's the moment where it really like it's kickstarted by the girls being mean and seeing the old lady and seeing the truth of like what the world is like out here and how there's beauty in these things that you'll never sadly get to have because you're you're stuck I as don't... Barbie. And then she goes and talks to Ruth and she's scared of the Mattel people because they're fucking coming after her, trying to put her back in a box. And she's like, oh, shit. <laughs> OK, everything is fucky. And I think that's really what starts to change her mindset and push her towards. I think she at that point was still would have been OK going back um, because they did go back. She was like, oh, we'll go back to Barbie land like and that's how we'll get fixed. Like you I have you have to come back with me. Um, and then they go back and Ken's fucked everything up. It's I think it's the um, it's the moment where she's like, I never wanted anything to change. I was fine with everything being the same. I don't want this. And Gloria's like, oh, honey, that's life. Like things change. And she's like, that's really scary. I don't like it. Like in Weird Barbie's house and, and Gloria's like, but that's how you grow. And like you learn new things. Um, and then she has the whole speech. I think that's where Barbie really starts to be like. I don't feel the same way as I did before. And then she has the whole thing with Ken um, and they have the whole successful, like taking down the patriarchy. And she um, has the conversation with Ken where she's like, it doesn't have to be Barbie. And like the movie does that thing where she learns things through her whole, like taking care of Ken where she's like, it doesn't have to be Barbie and Ken. Like you're more than just what people tell you to be. She says, she says something like, um, Maybe all the things that you thought made you, you aren't actually you. Um, and I think that's really where she like gets it because then at the end of the movie or at the very end of the movie, when Sasha's like, well, what's Barbie's ending? And Will Ferrell's like, she's in love with Ken. And everybody's like, aw. And, she, and she's like, 
but I'm not in love with Ken. And he's like, well, God damn it. <laughs> what do you want? And she's like, um, and then Ruth comes in and Ruth is telling her, like, I always thought that Barbie would defy my expectations, but I didn't know how. And like, this is really great. Like you can be a new kind of Barbie or whatever. And she's like, I don't feel like Barbie anymore. And then Ruth is like, all right, let's take a walk. <laughs> yeah. This so is- that conversation is the actual move. <laughs> it's the actual shift. What I was saying was that you're you're starting to see the cracks and it's the beginning of a system change all the way from when she's in the real world. So because it's the first time that she's actually getting challenged and it's the first time that she has to actually see the results or lack of results of what she thought she was making a difference out here. It's not really happening like she knew it, right? Like something was wrong with my kid. Something's wrong with my kid out there. But once she starts seeing the cracks, once she starts seeing there's something beautiful about this old lady. Huh? Okay, that's interesting. Once she talks to Ruth for the first time, Margot Robbie's face, her face acting is phenomenal because you can actually see the gears in Barbie's head turning. So no, she doesn't system switch until they get back to Barbie land. Because no, I know. I no, know what you were she's saying. Still excited. I was saying, yeah, but, but I, I was saying like, she's still, I, she would have been okay at that point. Like she, what? Yeah. Cause she it wasn't was like challenged she was because she, it, cause when you challenge, they, they switch. Like if you challenge them correctly, they switch immediately. Like she, she was, she was like, I think no, she just was the beginnings of I a think, challenge. Yeah, I know. I think she was taking a new information that she enjoyed and was like, giving her new perspective, but she was still fine where she was at. It was because, because what she truly wanted was to go back to her truth. Like she doesn't, right. they well, don't, but her, don't want to change her big, her big thing. Cause her big thing wasn't necessarily all of that. It was that I don't want to be the idea. I want to be someone who helps make the ideas. Like that mm-hmm. was her whole conversation with Ruth. She's like, I don't just want to be like this vague thought. Like I want to help create those. Like, I don't I don't want to be forever. I want to be um, a part of the change like that. Doesn't mm-hmm. that's, I don't that's be what creation. matters. I want to be a creator of something. I want right. to actually do well, something like a part. Something she's, she's not even like I'm going to be like the inv- she's like, I'm not even going to be like Ruth. Like I invented this whole like idea. She's like, I just want to be a part of the yeah. people who do that. Um. So, yes, <laughs> that is the big that's the big system change. Uh, she. Just you can even see like how difficult it would be to move a Ravenclaw. She actually just falls on the ground and like doesn't want to move. <laughs> that's that's such a great uh, metaphorical image of what it's like to have to try to move a Ravenclaw from their stance on something because they really don't want to. And she's a very like um, emotionally vulnerable Ravenclaw and very sweet and like um, open and raw person, I guess I can call her uh, before she she's a person. A person. Why not? I could still call Barbie Barbie's people, even though they're dolls. Um, She's a person. She's not a human. What else is a person that's not human? You can be personified. Yeah, but a person? A person is a thing with a conscious. Like, I'm... I don't know. I would call, like, the enchanted things in Beauty and the Beast people. Like, Lumiere is a person. Uh, but he was a person before he turned right, into the, the fucking consciousness of a person. The consciousness. Yes. My dog has a consciousness. Not of a, person. A, Not of a person. You don't know what he thinks. Don't don't talk like you know my dog. <laughs> I'm gonna move forward with calling her a person because it just is too ridiculous not to at this point but she's a very like it's just it was a cool take on a ravenclaw because she was so emotionally vulnerable and open 
And um, but she still didn't want to move. Like she really did not want to be different. Like she was just so devastated. Like her everything was crumbling around her. Like her fucking dream house, dude. Everything was going wrong. She I don't even blame her. Like I would have laid down in the sand for a minute too. Fuck it. Like uh, give me a second. Give me a second. <laughs> like just leave me here to die <laughs> for a second, please. Uh, so it was it was nice seeing such an emotional, um, like a vulnerable Ravenclaw. I, I like that. I like that side of them, that side of their house. She's very sweet. Um, but it was cool because the entire movie, the whole movie, if you look at it through the houses, it's it's a Ravenclaw's journey through a system change. The whole thing. Um, like we were just literally lining out the whole plot of the movie and Lauren like took it all the way to the big Ruth conversation at the end. That's it. That's it's the journey of a Ravenclaw. It's the hero's journey. It's a Ravenclaw's really journey. Well, thing. you get the random. This is why I was yelling at you. You get the random moments where she says something like stupid smart to like out of nowhere. Right. Like where, where she was like, by by explaining the contradictions of the blah, 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 blah. You've robbed it of its power or whatever. But then, yeah, she also does like the Brad's girls. Well, Sasha rips into her about being like consumerist capitalist, like sludge and you know feminist uh, propaganda and all that stuff and she she calls her a fascist (laughs) it's my favorite line in the movie she's like i'm not a fascist i don't operate the rail system or control the flow of commerce she's She's very literal these are like very literal definitions in terms she's like i'm very obviously not that she'd probably get along really well with spock maybe i think she would I think she could be on the Enterprise really easily. Actually, I don't know. Now Spock that I'm wouldn't tolerate it. like being dressed in pink or whatever. I think she'd be. <laughs> well, I don't think she would dress him up. I think they would get along, though. <laughs> like, I think her logic is really fucking easy to follow. And it like, makes a lot of sense. And because well, she is also that. like a toddler. She's very literal. Mm. Ugh, I kind of feel bad calling them toddlers this whole time. But it's childlike. Right. I mean, that's the point. They're dolls. At the end of the day, they are <laughs> manipulated by and controlled by children. Look what happened to poor weird Barbie. Um, so there has to be some kind of childlike. <laughs> like, I don't want to call them toddlers. They make really good decisions. Like, they're really smart. And like, I love that the the Barbies, they don't say thank you when they get awards or anything. They just go, I deserved this. Like, it's wonderful. It's it's fucking great. It's just a very. um like literal world that they live in. Like I accomplished this. So I deserve it. Uh, I'm at beach all day. My job is beach. It's a very literal world. It's very childlike. So I'm sorry if any Barbie's listening or <sighs> hands are listening and I, we've called you toddlers. Well, I feel so bad. I also called you people. I've offended you <laughs> against my will. I really don't believe that you're people. <laughs> Although, you know, you just tell me like fucking Woody's a person. Yeah, like, I don't. I would call no. Woody a person. <sighs> well, then we're gonna have to agree to disagree, man. Mm. I can't do. I can't do it. <laughs> but yeah, we had. It was an interesting. I really had hoped that it would be a Ravenclaw Gryffindor dynamic. I love them. They're so fun. Um, so I was very pleased watching this. So I was like, look at this Ravenclaw ass. And even George was like, she's a Ravenclaw, right? I'm a like, yes, I know. A person is a being who own. has certain capacities or attributes such as reason, morality, consciousness, or self-consciousness. And being a part of a culturally established form of social relations such as kinship, ownership of property, or legal responsibility. 
They're not people. They're toys. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> that makes them people. I don't know what to tell you. She's a Barbie. That's it. Not a person. A Barbie. <laughs> like, I feel like Woody right now yelling at you. You are a toy. <laughs> you are a child's plaything. <laughs> exactly. Woody gets it. You are he a sad, me. strange little man. <laughs> you have my pity. <laughs> That's probably us. <laughs> That's probably what we are. All right. I think we've covered it all. I think. Yeah, I feel confident that we covered it all. I think we did Barbie justice. Good for us. Pat yourself on the back. Yay. <clears throat> no, you were actually waiting for me to pat myself. Jesus Christ, man. Trying to pull an emotion out of this one. <laughs> Fucking. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Well, next time we'll be joined by Alien Haley. Yes. 911. Somebody call 911. Shorty's got Shorty's fine burning on the dance floor. Whoa. And then after that, she's the man. Fucking stay tuned and fucking find out. Like, she's I don't the need man. to tell you my business every time at the end of every episode. She's the man. Come back and figure it out. Stop. God. <laughs> God. <laughs> Won't let us be mysterious for a second. It's, it's really forgot. a fucking shame. I didn't forget. Okay. I wanted to make a point. All right. That I don't owe anybody anything. All right. <laughs> you just wouldn't let me. All right. You do anything. <laughs> I do it. You want me to do anything? Good. <laughs> uh, it's been real, folks. Just remember that you are enough. Yes. And keep um, that energy. Keep the energy flowing. Get make sure at, for the remainder of the summer that you are wearing two pairs of shades at all times. <laughs> Block out the haters and be there for your Barbies. And um, bye, Barbie. Bye, Barbie. Thank you for listening to Sort of Brilliant. If our sorting choices inspired any rage or excitement, we'd love to hear from you. We're open to feedback, suggestions for characters to sort, and solid counter arguments with citations. Never forget your citations. You can find us hanging out on Twitter and Instagram at SOB underscore pod or shoot us an email at sortofbrilliant at gmail.com. And since we're not above begging, please rate and subscribe to Sort of Brilliant on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Please share our posts on social media. And if you're a Gryffindor, maybe you'll inspire sorting fights among your own friend group. The theme music is Hot Shot by Scott Holmes. Can't wait to sort with you again next time. Bye!